You see them often, maybe every day, maybe far less often. They open your car doors at carpool. They wave hello as you drive in. They teach classes, they coach, advise, they lead, they write, they inspire. They keep the facilities humming, the bills paid, the food served hot and delicious, and so much more. But how much do we really know about each other? Everyone here at Shadyside Academy has a story, and in learning other stories, we can create a more connected and inclusive community. I'm Chad Green, Dean of Student and Residential Life at the Senior School. And I'm Lauren Lieberman, Director of College Counseling. Welcome to Beyond Hello, a podcast production bringing you stories from the people who shape our community. Okay, so Lauren, episode two of Beyond Hello, we just recorded with Amy Nixon, head of the middle school, former interim president of the academy, mother of three boys. Wow, that's a lot of boys. What did you think? How'd it go? It was great. Amy's great. It is really, uh, it's inspiring to me to listen to her talk and to think about um, particularly all of the women who are balancing their family lives and their professional lives and um, making choices about whether to work, when to work, whether to stay at home, how to come back, when to come back, what that future could look like. Um, it's just, it's really, really inspiring to hear that from, from a colleague like Amy. Yeah. What did you think, Chad? I was, well, there were two things that stood out to me. One was the, the opening, her opening words about middle school being her wheelhouse, that those are the kids that sixth, seventh, eighth grade group are really kids that, you know, that she loves spending time with and, and talking to, about them, about a group of kids or general or an age band. I think that as she pointed out, many of us are probably not well suited to spend our entire day with and, um, for whom it would be incredibly challenging. Uh, and you know, just having chaperoned a middle school trip on a bus. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's a tough crowd. So to hear her talk about, why she loves it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was interesting to me. And then the other piece I, that I am drawn to is her her superpower, um, where she talked about just being able to walk away mm-hmm. um, from mm-hmm. things and learning from them. Maybe maybe it's a failure, maybe it's a success, but being able to reflect on that and then put it mm-hmm. put it away and, and and kind of move move forward. Is that something I'm constantly? working on myself and, and trying to, um, bring to my kids, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of their own lives, whether it's their athletic pursuits mm-hmm. or an academic thing mm-hmm. or a personal thing that just that, that gift of, okay, so this happened for better or for worse. What can we learn from it? And now move on. Mm-hmm. Anything else stand out <laughs> for you? It's really interesting to be able to connect with people you know in this way. And, um, you know, her words about really talking to each other and listening to each other, I think sitting and carving out 30 minutes to just talk 
uninterrupted um, through the forced sort of setup of this podcast is a really good reminder of how infrequently we actually do this. Yeah. And to think about what that means for our kids too, in terms of their daily lives and interactions and, you know, how do you, um, and, and we're, the setup of this too, is that we're doing it with intention with people that we, we likely don't spend a ton of time with too. So it's, it's that idea of even just taking time to, to sit down and have a conversation, put your phone down and talk to somebody that you are already interacting with a lot, but then to do that on another level with extending yourself and, you know, looking to have those kinds of conversations with people that you wouldn't normally Mm -hmm. spend time with, Mm -hmm. I think. And then the value of that um, probably can't be underestimated. Yep. It's a good thing. Cool. Well, good job. Interview two in the books. Well, we are so happy to welcome you, Amy Nixon, to the podcast, Beyond Hello, our chance to get to know our friends and colleagues here at Shadyside a little bit better. So um, just to start out, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do here. Absolutely. And thank you for having me. It's really nice to be included. Um, I am the head of the middle school. And I have been doing this for 17 years, I think it is. Um, Before that, I was a teacher here at Shadyside. Um, And I am a born and raised Pittsburgher who lived outside of Pittsburgh for obviously, well, not obviously, but for college. And then for a few years after college in New York City, which I think everybody should do once, at least. Um, And then came back home. So it's, uh, it's a wonderful place to be. So tell us about how you got here to Shadyside. Tell us about that journey. Mm, sure. Um, it was a little bit roundabout. I was a, trained as a teacher straight out of college, went to teaching, moved back to Pittsburgh, and went to teach at a, a different independent school. And then after my first child was about one, I decided to stop and stay home with him, and then it became them, um, because there were three right in a row, all boys, and at that time, uh, Shadyside was single sex, and the other independent schools were also single sex. My boys came here, as did other members of their prior generations, Um, and so I was a parent here until I decided that I didn't need to be a stay-at-home mom anymore because my kids were plenty old. So I decided to get back into teaching. Um, I had been the head of a middle school before when I, quote-unquote, retired, um, but came back part-time as an English teacher here at the middle school and then became full-time at the middle school. And then the head of the middle school job became open, and I said, huh, I've done that before. I could apply for that. And here I am. So, like, what does it look like to be the head of a middle school? I mean, <laughs> obviously, I would assume no two days are the same. But, like, what are, 
How do you spend your time? What does oh, that look like? Man, it's every day is different. Um, friend of mine used to say it's like Cracker Jacks. There's a surprise in every box. <laughs> you know, you never know what you're going to get, um, and that's actually most of the pleasure of it. Mm -hmm. um, middle school, when people hear what I do, they often say, "Oh, God bless you." Um, as if some, it's some great trial. But um, those of us who love it, really love it. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't go, I started, well, I started as a fifth grade teacher, trained as a high school teacher, have done both, landed in the middle school. It's a sweet spot for me. I think they're hilarious. I think they're really funny. They're different every day. Um, and I love that about them. And you can see their growth. You can see mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So what do I do every day? I do that. Well, you clearly love it. I do. <laughs> they're lucky to have someone who loves them. Who actually <laughs> thinks they're funny. Yeah. yeah. As much as you do. Mm -hmm. So in that 17 years, there was this one year mm -hmm. that you were not there. Yep. Tell us a little bit about the year you spent as the interim president here at Shadyside. Yeah, sure. Um, that was just last year, actually, and it was really interesting. Um, I was honored to have been asked. It was um, it was lovely, and I took a deep breath and said, okay, um, and I'm really glad I did. I learned a tremendous amount about the whole, um, which we get so focused on what we do, which we have to be, um, but it was an, it was an opportunity for me to step back and look at the larger picture of the academy, but also of education pre-K through 12, about our very interesting setup of four distinct geographical locations and the challenges um, and pleasures of that. Uh, so it, it, was, it was really good. I, I really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed learning more about the other divisions mm -hmm. than I had ever known, even though I've been here forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And great. when the year came to a close, how did you feel about it? I felt just fine. <laughs> I felt just fine. Well, look, I was tickled about Bart's appointment because mm -hmm. I think he's just the right person for the job mm -hmm. at the right mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love the middle school. Mm -hmm. And so it was, it was a perfect blend. I mean, everything sorted out really nicely. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it, was, it was great. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. And you mentioned um, that when your boys were here, this mm -hmm. was an all-boys school. Yep. This was an all-boys school for a while. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and both in your role as head of middle school, interim president role, what has it been like to be a female leader in a school with such a long history of boys? Um, I've actually really liked it. Mm -hmm. It's It's been good. Um, before coming to Shadyside, I was at a school that was all girls. So it's kind of been seeing both sides of it um, has been really interesting. Um, when I f became the head of the middle school first, um, I, had f I was following the first woman head of the middle school. Um, but we were still fairly steeped in the boys' tradition. Uh, and I remember one time a, a colleague expressing astonishment that I wore a pink sweater <laughs> that that was just so sort of outrageous and I thought wow oh okay my gosh. right right I know um and so it's 
it's awesome, really, to see how much, how far along we've mm -hmm. come mm -hmm. um, in every possible way in terms of equity for genders um, and in lots of other ways, mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. um, as the one and only, I have to say, I love the fact that I was the first president, even though it was interim. <laughs> I love that. Um, and my three boys just think it's the coolest thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they, they love, they love mm -hmm. it too. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, that's, that's, that will be forever. And yeah. that's very cool. Yeah. It's very cool. And it was interesting to, when I would go around to alumni, um, uh, the alumni gatherings yeah. that they have yeah. throughout uh, around the country right. to see the response of the alums. And it was by and large, completely positive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and they were, they were, had generous spirits about the whole thing and, and they get it. Mm -hmm. They get mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it, it was interesting though. Mm -hmm. There are still those who have a hard time with it mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to take a little bit of a look look back now. Mm -hmm. What were you like as a student um, <laughs> when you were in elementary school or middle school, your sweet spot? Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty happy. Mm -hmm. um, uh, most of us teachers were pretty good doobies, mm -hmm. I think. <laughs> People who end up in teaching were generally, generally, not mm -hmm. always, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. pretty good good doobies. Mm -hmm. Um, and I loved sports. I loved my classmates. I loved school except for what one subject, which will shall remain nameless. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, I enjoyed it. It was, it was fun to me. Mm -hmm. yeah. And did you have any teachers that had a particular impact on your life? I did. I did. Um, m more in high school mm -hmm. than anything else. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I had a middle school English teacher um, and my grammar's really good. Mm -hmm. um, I have a coffee mug that says, I am silently correcting your grammar. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, that, that matters. Um, but I had a high school history teacher who really um, made a difference for me. I majored in high school, uh, majored in history in college, and continued to be interested. And what it. was their name? Her name was Her name. Faye McCamey. Okay. Yeah. And... Um, she came to my wedding. She remained important to me. Um, she died a, a few years ago, but she was terrific. We called her Amy McCamey, <laughs> um, just because it rhymed, not because of Amy. But um, but she was awesome. What she do was, you like? What do you remember about her from the classroom? I remember talking about big ideas. Mm -hmm. I remember that it was the first time. Um, well, I did a bit in English class too, but it was the first time we really got to talk about larger ideas and how they work out there in the real world, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that history wasn't just a string of dates that you had to memorize to pass a multiple choice test. Mm -hmm. um, and that was really exciting to me, to grapple with what is, what is well, this was back when there still was communism in, in lots of parts of the world, mm -hmm. um, but what is that? How did it come to be? Mm -hmm. What what are the what are the underpinnings of all these things? Mm -hmm. It was fascinating to mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And then, have there been other people along the way who have had a particular influence on you, personally or professionally, mm -hmm. um, to kind of get you where you are now? 
Yeah, my f my second boss, not the one in New Jersey where I taught, but when I came back to Pittsburgh mm -hmm. at the other school, um, the the head of that school, um, whose name was Jane Scarborough, um, really um, had an impact on mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. um, she took an interest in me as a young teacher, um, was very helpful. She was a mentor. Um, she had confidence in me and helped me have that confidence mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. um, and she was just a really strong, strong woman. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I think, learned a lot from her, mm -hmm. just watching her mm -hmm. move in the world. Those people are so good. Those yeah. people are so good to have. I know. I know. Um, you've had a lot of successes along the way. Tell us about some things that were not as successful. Was there a time when you really questioned yourself or a failure um, or something that, uh, yeah, you'd do that over differently if you could? Oh, boy. Well, there are a lot of specific things, you know, like a hire that didn't turn out the way mm -hmm. I thought it was mm -hmm. going to turn out. Mm -hmm. um, but a larger thing that I think about was when I was thinking about coming back to work, mm -hmm. I thought, okay, here's an opportunity. You can, you don't have to go back to teaching. You could do something else. Mm -hmm. What What would you want to mm -hmm. do? Mm -hmm. And I so struggled with that, trying to think kind of more broadly about what I could do. Mm -hmm. um, that was hard. And then I, <laughs> I took one of those tests, um, you know, that's supposed to tell you what your talents are and where you should go. Mm -hmm. And it said I should be a farmer. <laughs> so I, um, I quickly <laughs> set that aside and, and thought with that you went back to teaching. Yeah. And I went back to teaching. I thought, mm, nope, go with your gut, go with your gut. You really, you really like it. Um, and, and I'm glad I did. Yeah. I'm glad I did. I like my garden, but not that much. <laughs> do you garden now? I do. I do. Like, what does that look like? How, how often, how much, how much time? Oh, from the minute the sun starts coming out in the, in the spring until it goes away in the fall. Um, I, it's the one thing I really get great pleasure out of. Not the one thing, but it's a big thing. <laughs> it's a big thing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So Digging that, in the dirt is, is good. It, is it almost time? Are we uh, approaching that time? End, end of March. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I start, you know, readying some of the beds and doing some digging and yeah, it's good. So what is something um, you're doing now that you didn't think you'd be doing? I didn't think I would ever run again. <laughs> and I'm trying. I am running. Yeah. Um, I realized at a certain point, hmm, the clock is only going forward, not backward. <laughs> and I need to pay attention. I need to pay attention to this. You know, yeah. and I have two grandchildren now. I was going to have a third, and I decided I, I want to be a grandparent who could keep up and get up off the floor and mm -hmm. do all those fun things mm -hmm. with kids. So, How old are your grandchildren right now? Almost two, almost three, and coming in the summer. Aww. Yeah, it's great. That's really fun. Yeah. yeah. 
So looking forward, you've nicely transitioned us there. You have the role as grandma, mm -hmm. um, and that's coming forward. Um, as you look forward, what what are you hopeful for in the future, and what are you worried about? What's something you're wrestling with, and what kind of keeps you optimistic and hopeful? Well, young people keep me optimistic and hopeful, quite honestly. Um, I wrestle, one of the things I wrestle with is our environment. Mm -hmm. I mean, I am a gardener, and all this kind of thing matters to me. Um, so I do, I have worries mm -hmm. about it. Um, but I turn around and I see the kids in our school mm -hmm. and in other parts of the world paying attention mm -hmm. and really um, working to find solutions. And so I have to feel hopeful. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I think there's, you know, I don't want to lapse into despair or, right. I mean, we just have to remain hopeful mm -hmm. and keep working. Mm -hmm. What are the ways you see the impact of the environment in your gardening? I, I'm so curious about this as somebody who doesn't garden at all. Mm -hmm. uh, every plant I've ever owned has died pretty promptly. Um, how, how, how do those two things go together for you? Well, it's not that much in my own little garden, although mm -hmm. sometimes it is. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when it doesn't get cold at all, plants start coming up when they're not supposed to come mm -hmm. up, mm -hmm. and then a cold snap comes in. But that that's happened for millennia. Mm -hmm. um, but when I think about the soil being depleted of all its nutrients, I mean, one of the things that I have to do every year is replenish the nutrients in the soil mm -hmm. so that the plants that I have, I have a lot of perennials, um, they get the nutrition that they need to look as light, lovely as I want them to look. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not always happening out there mm -hmm. in, the, in the real world. Mm -hmm. um, the soil gets leached and it, you know, the, the single crops and all of that. Mm -hmm. it, and then there are the chemicals. Would I like to get rid of the poison ivy? Yes, I would. I am really, really responsive to it mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. um, so what do I do about that? Do I use Roundup? Mm -hmm. Do I, What do I do? I mean, so yeah, on the micro, mm -hmm. it, it's there. Yeah. And then there's the macro out there. So. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Do you have any future goals for yourself that you would be willing to share? Um, well, I want to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'd like to be able to get out or make more of an effort to get out and um, spend some more time in the greater Pittsburgh community mm -hmm. because, you know, we get so focused on what we do every day. And then for me, I just then will read a book. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, in my downtime. But every now and then I go out and I, uh, a month ago, I, I went to a play in a theater that I'd never been to, yeah. to before. Yeah. And it was wonderful. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And I think to myself, ah, you know, you have yeah. to, one has to make an effort right. to get out there right. and do those right. things. Right. So that's, that's a goal I have, yeah. is to just get out and take advantage of what our community has to offer a little bit more. Yeah. 
So we're going to move now to the lightning round. These mm. are some quick take questions. Okay. Um, what is one thing you've changed your mind about? Something you <laughs> used to think that you don't think anymore? Fruit. <laughs> I didn't like fruit. All fruit? Almost. Almost. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I then know. have you like uh, put them back one by one, like a, like a toddler <laughs> learns to eat? Or how does one go uh, from not yeah. liking fruit yeah, to... I ha- well, I always would eat, you know, maybe an apple once in a while. Mm-hmm. Or I started eating fruit when I fed it to my kids because I knew mm-hmm. they should have mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, in the last few years, have... I, I eat a lot of fruit now. And, so I know that's a little weird, but... Do you have a favorite? I like berries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I like actually pineapple. Daryl at the middle school <laughs> makes me a special little bowl every day now mm. of pineapple and grapes. And when you, I come through the line, he hands it to me. We might have to have Daryl on this How podcast. How awesome is that? I know. Oh, Daryl would be interested on the podcast. He's awesome. <laughs> yep. Um, do you have a superpower or secret weapon? Mm. Um, or if you were going to acquire one, what would it be? Oh, those are two very different questions. Okay. Um, what I do have that I think has helped me enormously throughout my life is the ability to finish something and walk away from it mm-hmm. to be done. Or if I have a bad experience, mm-hmm. just to think it through and then let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, I call it compartmentalizing. Mm-hmm. You can call it whatever you mm-hmm. want, but um, it's been enormously mm-hmm. helpful to me to be able to say, wow, that was fill in the blank mm-hmm. and then move on. Mm-hmm. I would call that desirable trait. <laughs> I would call that desirable. I'd like you it takes time it takes time um but it's yeah it's really helpful really helpful and do you have a a, is there one you aspire to have Mm. or is there one you wish you had i didn't think about that um what do i wish i had i wish i Um, that's okay. No, I can't okay. think. I can't You're think. You're perfect as you are. No, you don't. so far <laughs> not. Way not. But, you know, I put that behind me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's compartmentalized. Right. Don't, I don't have yeah. an answer, and yeah. I'm moving on to the next one. Yep. Do you have um, a favorite song, a pump-up song, a walk-out song, a song mm. that you return to? I probably would go to Aretha Franklin, you know, classic Respect or something like that. Yep. Yep. Uh, a favorite food or the best thing you've eaten? Anything sweet. And the last sweet thing I mm-hmm. ate is probably mm-hmm. my favorite. <laughs> you know, every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, not counting fruit, though. Of course that, not. No, of not, course that not. Kind That's of, a whole separate category kind of, of sweet. No, right. No. Sweet. Right. Sweets. I'm. I'm. I'm bad with sweets. Uh, baked goods, candy. No, not so much candy. Okay. No, it has to have butter and sugar uh-huh, in uh-huh, it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, yeah, baked goods. Mm-hmm. Daryl's bread pudding at yeah. lunch today was really good. I'm going to have to meet Daryl. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm taking from this conversation. Yeah. Um, a book or something you've read recently that you really enjoyed? I read Overstory, um, which actually is about the environment. Um and it, it's a novel, it's fiction, but I think it's based in a lot of um, mm-hmm. scientific fact. 
Um, and it was, it was one of those books that was really thick, and it was a little bit of a slog, mm-hmm. but I loved it. And Overstory. That's a, Overstory, okay. yeah, uh, Richard Powers. Um, I read it because he was coming to the Carnegie Lecture Series, mm-hmm. um, and I might not have known about it otherwise, mm-hmm. and of course then I missed the lecture, but I was glad, <laughs> I was glad to have read it. Um, it, it well... For the for the writing structure, the writing is beautiful, mm-hmm. but but the factual pieces, um, I I got a lot mm-hmm. out of it. Mm-hmm. I like a I like a piece of fiction where I learn something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the most recent one. Cool, we'll yeah. have to check it out. Yeah. And the final question, as we bring things to a close here, um, is what what would you charge us with, us listeners, as an actionable challenge? to increase the inclusivity and belonging in this community? What do you wish people did more of? Talk to each other. Mm -hmm. Take the time. Mm -hmm. Um, It takes time. I think we have to talk. And then, on the other hand, we have to listen. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's that's the hardest piece. Um, And I wish for more civility. I wish for people to pay attention to each other. Um, And I I think we have to give our students, our kids, opportunities to talk with each other, Mm -hmm. too. Um, And, of course, I'm going to put in the plug for walking away from their telephones because I have to do that, and Mm -hmm. I feel it Mm -hmm. very strongly because you can't really have a conversation if you're constantly distracted by a screen that is updating you on something pointless. Yeah. Um, so that's, I think it's listening mm-hmm. and sharing. Great. Well, thank you for sharing and talking <laughs> and listening I don't know. <laughs> and uh, engaging in the challenge that you've set for all of us. So Amy Nixon, everyone, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beyond Hello. There's no greater way for us to understand one another in our worlds than to connect through our stories and experiences. Be sure to check out the highlights and details from each conversation in the episode notes. You can also drop us a line at beyondhellopodcast at gmail.com to share your thoughts and ideas with us. We'd love to hear from you. A special thanks to all who have helped us with this project, including but not limited to James Knox for his technical production expertise, Chase Maywald, SSA Class of 2018, and Mason Tomlin, SSA Class of 2020 for music production, and the countless hosts of various podcasts that have inspired us to step up and create one of our own. I'm Lauren Lieberman. And I'm Chad Green. And we thank you sincerely for going with us beyond hello.